This teaching is brought to you by Christian Family Church International. Praise the Lord. Well, good evening, everybody. Let me hear you. Are you guys here? Are you excited? Are you ready? Why not? <laughs> All right, praise the Lord. Well, tonight we're going to have a short, powerful, impactful uh, message. And then we're going to believe the Lord for, to, bring, uh, to bring a restoration and emotional healing. Not emotional restoration, emotional healing. You know, sometimes there's physical healing, but sometimes we also need emotional healing. Many of us go through things in life and we never, never emotionally healed from the scars of the things that happened in our lives. There has been many times when I had to give forgiveness. And then there's been times when I had to ask for forgiveness. And I can tell you this, whilst the issue is unresolved, it feels like a weight is on your shoulders. But once you ask for forgiveness and forgiveness is given, it's like it never happened. Keep going, keep going, thank you. Like it's never happened and it just feels like a weight rolls off your shoulders. Amen? Amen? All right, so that's what we're gonna be talking about tonight. All right? Forgive them anyway. Forgive them anyway. These are, this is one of the questions last week, uh, no, two weeks ago, Teacher Paul started with our new series um, about um, you ask for it, meaning that many times the congregation asks us these questions. What about dining? What about this thing? What about that? So we've, over the years, we've got uh, all these titles uh, that we have, and we can answer this for you in a message. And one of the things that comes up on a regular basis is the matter of forgiveness. Under which circumstances should I forgive them? Or we want to make it conditional forgiveness. Amen. And tonight I'm going to show you through the Word of God exactly how we are to tackle the issue of forgiveness. And how we are to apply it and do it and give it and receive it. Very importantly so. You know, some people will receive it. Okay, well, I forgive you, but... No, there's no buts. Can you imagine Jesus says, I forgive you, but Sunday when I'm coming back. No. Unconditional. It's the only covenant that's unconditional. All other covenants are conditional. If you obey me, then I will do this. If you disobey me, I will do that. But he said, it's finished. An unconditional covenant. And if he were to forgive us, who are we to hold on? But, but, but forget about that. I'm so grateful that he forgave all my sins. Took it all for me. And I'm glad that God does not have a but or a condition there. Unconditionally, I have been forgiven. How about you? Amen. Amen? So let's look at what the, the Word of God says. So the title, as I said, is Forgive Them Anyway. Let's just open up and pray. Father, this evening I come before you. I make it known I trust not in myself, but I trust in you, Holy Spirit. Do a work through your people tonight. Touch many hearts, many lives. Change them forever, Father. Bring them into a place of, 
of right standing with you, I pray in Jesus' name. I declare up front and I give you all the praise, all the glory that I trust in you. Speak through me, teach through me this word. I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Forgive them anyway. Let's see what the Bible says. Then he said to the disciples, it is impossible that no offense should come. No offense should come. But woe to him through whom they do come. Take heed for yourselves. And if your brother sins against you, rebuke him. And if he repents, forgive him. And if he sins against you, you can fade that out, thank you. And if he sins against you seven times in a day, and seven times in a day returns to you saying, I repent, you should or you shall forgive him. Amen. A lot of forgiving and a lot of repenting going on here in this portion of scripture. Amen. I love what it says here, which is important to note, is that when, when your brother sins against you, rebuke him. But then immediately, if he repents, forgive him. Many times we are quick to rebuke. And when I say, but I'm sorry, yeah, but, 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 but let me just say, you never should have done that. We don't forgive. We want to rub it in, add some salt, add some injury to insult. Amen? Because the Bible says this, or then the, 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 the apostles or the, the, the disciples said this, Lord, increase our faith. Because we struggle in this area. People persecute us. They, uh, they come against us. They treat us badly. And you're saying that we should forgive them even seven times? Remember at a later stage, then Peter even says, yes, I must forgive them seven times. And Jesus says, no, 70 times seven. So he makes it even more times that we have to forgive. So we can see here that forgiving people is not an easy matter. How many of you would agree with that? And tonight, I'm going to be talking about this and I'm trusting that the Lord will really deal with you in your heart about this. Because if you want to be successful as a Christian, then you need to forgive no matter what the circumstance, and let me just go through it, and then you can see how you can apply this to your life. So what does the Bible say about forgiveness, all right? So here is a list of true or false statements. There are four statements here, and you can quickly take out a, a notepad, or you can try and memorize them if you can, but maybe just write it down somewhere. Four statements, and I want in your own mind to tell me whether they are true or false, and then we're going to go through each and every one of them and explain them, and then you can see, hey man, look at me. I've got one out of four. Or four out of four, whatever the case may be. So let's go through these four things. And this will be the, the basis of our teaching tonight. Number one, forgiveness is a good idea only when someone deserves it. Mm -hmm. Number two, forgiving includes minimizing the offense and paid, pain caused. Number three, if we choose not to forgive, eventually the issues will go away. And then number four, if we do not forgive each other, we will not be forgiven. Amen? So let's have a look at those four statements. Let's talk through them, and then let's see what this is all about. The first one is, forgiveness is a good idea 
only when someone deserves it. The answer is false. Amen? Now look what the Bible says here. Bear with each other and forgive one another if any of you has a grievance against someone. Forgive as the Lord forgave you. In other words, family, we are to have the same heart condition and attitude like God forgave us. How many of you ask for forgiveness? Don't put up your hands. Just like in, inside, okay? I, I can see your hands inside. But how many of you would say that when I ask for forgiveness, especially when I cite 1 John 1 verse 9, I ask for forgiveness, I repent and ask for it. How many of you believe that you receive, that you, that you receive forgiveness from the Lord? We believe that, amen? We believe that so that we can be returned to a state of right standing with God, amen? Forgive as the Lord forgave you because of what Jesus did on the cross for us already. We saw this last weekend, we celebrated that. So forgiveness is, we are to forgive as the Lord forgave us or you. Because forgiveness is freely received and freely given. We receive forgiveness freely. We do not have to pay for our sin. We do not have to die on a cross. We do not have to go to hell. But Jesus did it all for us. We, we, we got it for free. We freely receive. Therefore, you also freely give. Freely give. And we struggle with that. Because I want to receive freely. No strings attached, but yeah, it's difficult to sometimes freely give, freely forgive. Amen? The next one, if we choose not to forgive, eventually the issue will go away. I mean, just look what you guys learn in church. Amen? It's false. Amen? Look at this. Forgiveness is rejecting our right for repayment. So in other words, you can't say, I forgive you, but um, you got to account to me, I want this or this. You either forgive fully, freely, or you don't. Amen? In fact, the law requires that nearly everything be cleansed with blood, and without the shedding of blood, there is no forgiveness. In other words, something has to happen for forgiveness to come. I have to give forgiveness, or I have to ask for forgiveness so that it could come. Amen? Are you guys with me? Look what Tim Keller says. Forgiveness is a form of voluntary suffering. Because how many of you would agree sometimes, even though you know the Bible tells you, the Lord commands us to forgive, freely you've received, freely give, freely you've been forgiven, freely you must forgive, that it is difficult for sometimes. So I submit to the word, I do what the word asks me to do, or what is required of me, but it is a voluntary suffering because my mind is not yet perhaps renewed in that area. You can put up your hands now, okay? This is not a, one of those ones, all right? So forgiveness is a form of voluntary suffering sometimes. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that you must suffer through this all the time. Ten years later, well, I'm still voluntary suffering for you. I remember. No, 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 no. Amen? Because in time, tomorrow, the next day, 
a week later, the Lord will renew your mind and you will forget it as if it never existed like he does. Cast it into the lake of forgetfulness and remember it no more. Amen. What sin? Look what the Bible says. For just as we share abundantly in the sufferings of Christ, we are partakers, so also our comfort abounds through Christ. That is powerful. Also, our comfort abounds. In other words, I've got to know that even though it feels like I'm suffering by giving forgiveness, forgiving that situation, forgiving that person, I must know that I will come through this like the sufferings of Christ, also the comfort that abounds through Christ. He will renew my mind. He will redeem me from the curse. This situation, because all I have to do is I have to be obedient and say, I forgive you, and that thing goes. And I will also then experience the comfort that will abound through Christ as if it never happened. Amen, family? Next one. Forgiveness is a good idea only when someone deserves it. And many of you would say, yeah, of course. No, it's false. Look at what the Bible says here. Well, let me just say this. Forgiveness is our pathway to healing. You would have heard Apostle Theos say many times that by the, in, uh, the, by the uh, uh, unction of the Holy Spirit or by word of wisdom or knowledge, he would sometimes call out and say, well, do you need to forgive somebody? He's not just saying somebody to fall the time because he senses in his heart, this person has a sickness or an oppression and a Christian can be oppressed. And if they do not ask for forgiveness, that oppression will stay or has legal right in their lives. Do you hear that? And so, forgiveness is our pathway to healing. So when I say, I forgive that person, I let it go. You see, what happens with unforgiveness, family, is that, just quickly in the side, little sidebar here, is that with unforgiveness, your heart attitude starts changing and becomes toxic. It affects your mind, and everything you think about is bad. Let me use an example. This is an extreme example, and I'm not making light of it, but I do understand the severity of it. But I want to show you how something like this can affect you, you, not the person that did it to you, you. Let's just say, for example, a person is raped by a dear friend or a family member. That's how it happens most of the time. And this person thought there's nothing wrong with it, but the person this was done to obviously has to deal with the shame, the rejection, the humiliation, and sometimes not even supported by family that knows about this. And they build up a resentment against people in the family and especially that person. And eventually when they see that person, they form pictures in their mind and they only see that person as an oppressor, as a person that's taking away their rights to freedom and to do what they want to do because they just want to enforce their will, their power on, onto them. And so they start to develop pictures and a, and a condition of where they start to hate the person. Hate the person and hate is a strong word because that brings about a toxicity in your life where you cannot think straight. And you have unforgiveness towards that person. 
and you cannot heal. And so all of a sudden, you start picking up diseases in this area, this kind of sickness, this kind of thing, whatever the case may be. We see many people sometimes because of unforgiveness have cancer. Because acidity in the blood is an open door for sicknesses. Acidity in the mind, acidity in the blood. It all works together. Life is in the blood. Amen? So forgiveness is our pathway to healing. Look what the Bible says. Repent then. So when it's been done to you, listen to this now, you have to repent first. Father, forgive me for having evil thoughts towards that person. I ask you to forgive me in the name of Jesus. Now I forgive them. Do you see that? Make sense? Is it coming? Is it, are you guys with me? Repent then. Turn to God so that your sins may be wiped out. That times of refreshing may come from the Lord. You see, when you ask for forgiveness and when you grant forgiveness, it's like the weight is removed from you. Look at this statement. If you hate somebody, it is like a boomerang that misses the target and comes back and hits you in the head. <laughs> the one who hates is the one who hurts. Hurting people hurt other people. Goes on to say then, when you forgive, it is like it never happened. That's so true. True forgiveness is complete and total. It is a healing, actually it is a real healing forgiveness. As I said earlier, there has been many times in my life where I had to ask for forgiveness. And it sometimes it, it ranges from simple things to massive things. And I knew in my heart, because I have the Holy Spirit inside of me, that if I do not address this thing, this thing will become a stumbling little Lego block today, but tomorrow it will be Table Mountain in my life. The quicker I deal with it, the easier it is to receive your healing. How many of you know to move a Lego block is easy, but to move Table Mountain is going to take a little bit more inspiration? Goes on to say, to forgive is to set a prisoner free and discover that the prisoner was you. So family, you cannot afford to have unforgiveness in your heart. You forgive them anyway. And rather let it just be off you, even, and in most cases, especially my example that I used earlier, when you go to those people and say, I just want to let you know that what you did to me, I forgive you. I'll say, what are you talking about? We had fun, didn't we? Then you can't say, yeah, but, 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 forgive them anyway. Amen? Let's look at number four. If we do not forgive each other, we will not be forgiven. Wow, this is powerful. Now, so by the way, this is true. In other words, family, even if some of the worst things have happened to you, 
you cannot afford to keep it inside. You have to forgive. Otherwise, you will not be forgiven. For if you forgive others, they trespasses. Your heavenly Father will also forgive you. Thank you, Jesus. But if you do not forgive others, their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive your trespasses. Family, just think of the eternal consequences because you, he owes you a thousand rand. He hasn't paid it. It's been 10 years and you have separated as friends, as families. You do not visit when they hear and then when they hear, you go and, 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 and you can't afford that. No, but I don't have unforgiveness. He must just pay up. Then all is okay. You've got unforgiveness, brother, sister. You've got issues. Forgive them anyway. Amen. Forgiveness is a requirement for Christians. So let's summarize it. Forgiveness is freely received and freely give. Number two, rejecting our right for repayment. Once you're forgiven, it's done. I remember there was a time in my life when I, um, I, I, I had a business and um, I lost my business. I had a hostile takeover of my business. For those of you perhaps that heard my, heard my testimony on this, I hostile takeover of my business and I lost everything that I saved until then. Everything. I had nothing. And, and, as I, and I struggled in the beginning to forgive them. I said to them, Lord, if they're walking in the checkers or in the pick and pay, I'm gonna go down aisle number one. Because I can't face it. And I said to them, because they owe me. And the Lord said to me one day, I've paid you back every cent. Forgive them. And when I calculated, the Lord did. You see, I was expecting the payment to come from them. But the Lord said, I've already repaid you by doing this and this and this and this and this. So now I could walk and check us. If they're going down the Colgate Lane, I'm there. How's it? What's up? I haven't seen you. How are you doing? Amen? Because I've got no unforgiveness towards them. Our pathway, forgiveness is our pathway to healing. If you're struggling with a sickness in your life, a thing that's always reoccurring or happening all the time, check your heart condition. If there's not someone that you perhaps need to forgive. And number four, it's a requirement for Christians. We cannot walk around with unforgiveness in our hearts, family. We can't smile at people, but meantime say, that's stupid oak. I mean, did you hear the guy? I hope you're not saying that about me when we leave. Remember this message <laughs> about forgiveness. So how do we forgive? How do we forgive? Look at the life of Jesus. He withdrew about a stone's throw beyond them, knelt down and prayed. Father, if you are willing to take this cup from me, yet not my will, but yours be done. Jesus said, this price is too much. I don't, I'm paraphrasing. I don't want to pay this. It's too much. But he said, yet not my will, but yours be done. Father, I can't do this. I can't forgive them. Your posture should be as, not my will be done, but your will be done. And I'm going to choose to forgive them. Amen? Resolve 
to trust God for the outcome. Trust the Lord to resolve the matter. Father, forgive them. While hanging on the cross, while people were insulting, even the people perhaps were listening to him and saying, this guy's the Messiah, this guy's the Messiah, this is Jesus, the one that we, that we heard of that was gonna be prophesied about and, and, and we were waiting for him. That so, same people would say, well, if, you can, if you're really the Messiah, won't you come off the cross and then we'll believe. And he said, in that state, I mean, how many, some of you are not even going through pain, but when somebody just accuses you, you're the one that took my food out of the fridge. He said, I can't believe it. I won't forgive you ever for that kind of statement. Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they are doing. It's true. When people respond, it's because, remember, hurt people hurt others. People respond in that way because they hurt themselves, because they're hearing an accusation. Amen? Forgive them, for they do not know what they are doing. Next point, release unconditional forgiveness. This is how you deal with unforgiveness or with forgiveness or giving forgiveness. Release unconditional forgiveness. Just decide, man, that person is so irritating, but you know what? I'm just gonna forgive you. Unconditionally, no strings attached. I'm not gonna even form a list of but, 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 but. I'm just going to say, Lord, help me to love that person more. How many of you know people like that? How many of you are sitting next to them? I mean, sorry. You know. <laughs> Release unconditional forgiveness. Goes on to say, that's why he had to enter into every detail of human life, speaking about Jesus. Then, when he came before God as the high priest, to get rid of the people's sins, he would have already experienced it all himself. All the pain, all the testing, and would be able to help where help was needed. He paid the price, he forgave. He took his blood, put it on the mercy seat in heaven, so when God looks at us, they do not, he does not look at the sin, but he looks at the blood and he forgives. Who can I forgive today? Who can you forgive today? Who do you need to give forgiveness to? Or from whom do you need to receive forgiveness? I want you to think about that. Who is that? You see, family, we need to walk free without weight. You know, when people say things like, my spouse, I'm not gonna say my wife, my spouse is like a, a ball and chain. It's perhaps because you've got issues in your life that's holding you back. Maybe your forgiveness needs to start with your spouse. Maybe you need to ask for forgiveness. Maybe you need to give forgiveness. Maybe it's a friend that has hurt you in the past that you need to forgive. Maybe it's somebody even that you work with, a colleague. You avoid one another very diplomatically in the passageway, smile, drink water around the water cooler, but there's an issue. And you've most probably said, I'll never 
forgive them. I'll never trust them. That's hectic. Who can I forgive today? You can bring it up, guys. Bring it up a little bit more. Thank you. Who can I forgive today? I want you to close your eyes right now. Think of that. Who can I forgive today? Let the Lord show you. Holy Spirit, show your people. While I'm asking that question, return evil with good. Return evil. Even if they've been evil to you, return it with good. Show them that you are better. Show them that you are a child of God. Show them that you can forgive. Show them that you can receive without expecting anything in return. Jesus said, he answered him and says, truly I tell you today, you will be with me in paradise. Because one of the robbers on the cross said, Lord, remember me, forgive me. I'm telling you, you'll be with me in paradise. Repay no one evil for evil, but give thought to do what is honorable in the sight of all. If possible, so far as it depends on you, live peaceably with all. Beloved, never avenge yourselves, but leave it to the wrath of God. <coughs> for it is written, vengeance is mine, and I will repay, says the Lord. <coughs> Excuse me. To the contrary, if your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he's thirsty, give him something to drink. For by so doing, you will heap burning coals on his head. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. Think of your worst enemy. Maybe think of your boss that treats you badly. Why don't you go in tomorrow morning into his office and say, Mr. Boss, how can I serve you better today? What can I do better today? How can I make your life easier? And maybe you'll just say, do your job. Get out of here. And he goes, I can't believe it. Cool, I'll do that. Rely on God to redeem. This is what is written. The Messiah will suffer and rise from the dead on the third day and repentance for the forgiveness of sins will be preached in his name to all nations in other words if you repent you will be forgiven if other people repent you will have to forgive them if you repent you can forgive you can receive forgiveness if you repent you can receive forgiveness people are often this is what Mother Teresa said People are often unreasonable, illogical, and self-centered. Forgive them anyway. You see, in the final analysis, it is between you and your God. It was never between you and them anyway. Amen. Every head bowed, every eye closed. Who do you need to forgive? tonight. This is not the altar call for salvation. This is a time of ministry. 
as the praise and worship team comes forward. Thank you. As the music plays, if you need forgiveness today, if you want to repent, if you want to ask forgiveness, if you want to ask the Lord to help you in this time, maybe you're struggling with how to do it. Maybe you just want to come and do it at the altar tonight. And when I lay hands on you, I believe that you'll receive the courage and the strength, the anointing of God to do that. Amen. So while the worship team, team worships, I want you to come forward. In your own time, come forward. Let's sing. Because he's the healer. He can heal you. If you ask for forgiveness, healing is your pathway. Amen. Praise the Lord. Come forward wherever you are. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Say this with me. Father, I receive my forgiveness when Jesus died on the cross for me. I am free in Jesus' name. Now, if you have not made that decision ever, publicly declared it, put up your hand to say, I need Jesus to save me so I can deal with my unforgiveness and my issues and my life and everything just seems to be going wrong or maybe everything just seems to be going right but I don't have Jesus in my life. You need to have Jesus in your life. If that is you and you want to make right with the Lord, at the count of three, won't you raise your hand? Make a decision to serve Jesus from this day. One, two, three, wherever you are, raise your hand. Let me see your hand wherever you are. Workers are looking coming to lay their hand on your shoulder thank you yes I see those hands I see those hands thank you thank you thank you thank you thank you they're merely coming to agree with you in prayer or perhaps you're not sure of your salvation you don't have assurance of your salvation the Bible says that you must know that you have eternal life if you don't know that you're gonna go to heaven then won't you raise your hand and say, here I am. I need to know that I'm going to go to heaven if I were to die today. Quickly, raise your hands wherever you are. Or you want to restore your relationship with the Lord. You've just drifted and things have just gone horribly wrong. And you don't even know whether God can forgive you. He will. He can. He wants to. Raise your hand quickly, quickly. I'm not going to delay this any further. Thank you. I see those hands. I see those hands. Thank you. Thank you. Now, for those of you that raise your hands tonight, I'm going to ask you to say this prayer out aloud because the Bible says that you must believe in your heart and you must confess with your mouth. But for your benefit, we are all going to say it together. So let's say this. Father in heaven, I come to you in the name of Jesus. I come as I am. Please forgive me for my sins. Thank you, Jesus, for coming to the earth, dying on a cross, paying for my sins so I can be free. I forgive. I am free. I'm a child of God. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, congratulations. What a wonderful decision that you've made. Thank you for joining us during this episode of Living Life with Dr. Theo and Bev Volmerans. We hope that through this inspired teaching, you had an encounter with God. 
If you enjoy the teaching ministry of Apostle Theo and Dr. Bev Volmerans and would like to enjoy more resources, we hope you will visit our website at www.christianfamilychurch.co.za or for our American listeners, www.christianfamilychurchsa.com. 